Okay, raise your hand if you identify with this. Most of my life, I had to rely on me. I didn't ask because people didn't offer to help. That is the most toxic behavior that I had to unlearn in my lifetime. I am 53 years old and have always been in a place where I always felt like I didn't need to ask for help. But as you're growing and scaling a business, you have to ask for help. A lot of you, I know you want to say, hey, I do this on my own. I make it work. I, I know the struggle. Look, it doesn't have to be that way. Well, I want to expand on a post that I made on Facebook and talk a little bit about my experience. But first, ask yourself two questions. What would your business look like if you had asked for help? And second, what would your life look like if you surrounded yourself with ideal people who could contribute to your success exponentially. Welcome back to another episode of Mogul Chicks Chat. I'm your host, Adrienne Graham. I'm the CEO and proud founder of Mogul Chicks LLC, and that's chicks with an X. I am a serial entrepreneur and a self-made businesswoman who is a strategic business growth advisor, published author, mentor, and investor. We help female founders of color grow and scale profitable job creating companies and eventually get their company's investment ready. We also help groom them into dynamic leaders and CEOs and build legacy wealth in the process. Mogul Chicks is a mindset, a way of life, if you will, and a blueprint for female founders who want to build a legacy of wealth and a generational business empire. We provide strategic business growth solutions and a platform for resources, mentoring, networks, and education. Our mission is to take your company from flat to profit generating, to job creating, to investment ready. My personal mission is to help you build and run a better company, reimagine the way you do business, and build lasting wealth. Oh, and before I forget, be sure to tag at MogulChicks using the hashtag MogulChicksChat on social media. Make sure you rate the show and leave a comment. It helps people find us. Share the love, share the love. So in this episode, I want to talk about unlearning toxic behavior that affects your potential to grow in your business and your life. So I posted this over in Facebook. I'm going to share it here too. And then I'll finish because I kind of left with a cliffhanger. So over the years, people watched me move through business in different phases, in different stages, and even in different businesses. Um, I've been in business since 1994. I make no bones about that. I always share that whenever I do a podcast or speaking engagement or a video or whatever. You know, I've had over the years, many, many people admiring me and offering me words of encouragement and praise, especially praise. You know, years ago, I was in the struggle, you know, the struggle days, my early 2000s, I would say. Um, when I was wildly popular in the media, you know, I had been in Essence a couple of times. I've been in Black Enterprise a couple of times. I've been in Jet, Entrepreneur, Financial Times, Forbes, Fortune, MSNBC, Fox Business, you know, all these different publications, well-known publications, as well as some smaller ones. And 
what people didn't realize was at that time in the early 2000s, I was broke. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in the early to mid 2000s, I was broke as a joke. See, I was transitioning. I had run a great recruiting company, an HR company, and retired in 2000 and decided I want to do something different. And I was transitioning out of, you know, what I thought was the HR lady, the talent diva, and going into business growth strategy. You know, people saw the popularity that I had at the time and I grew a big list. I mean, you guys talk today, you know, about mailing lists and audience and followers and subscribers. This was pre-social media, you know? So I had a very good, very engaged following uh, pre-social media. We had like message boards or whatever. And, you know, people saw that popularity, but what they did not see was the struggle that I was going through. Because when you're transitioning, from one skill set and people know you for something and then you turn and do something else. And at that time I had a company called Empower Me and it was, I have such a big vision for it. And I often tell the story about how it started out for a place for black women. And then it went to all women. And then it eventually went to everybody because I felt like I was guilted into making those changes, but that's a whole other story for another podcast. So you know, the, the point is I never let people see me struggle. People equated the media attention that I got and everything that I mentioned that, you know, the publications and shows and everything and stations I've been on is easily Googled. So I have receipts. So I know there's a lot of fake and fraud people out here, but yeah, I have actual receipts. But, you know, a lot of people, they never saw the struggle. They just saw me giving advice, writing books, doing pot. Well, I didn't do the podcast or the book at that time, but in the early 2000s, giving advice and showing up and speaking for free, which I don't do anymore. And, you know, I gave and gave and gave, you know, they never saw my struggles. I never let them see my struggles, my failures. Yeah, I would, you know, proudly talk about my failures. And I still do sometimes, you know, I made it look so good that people figured that I had it all worked out. Well, guess what? I didn't. I turned to mentors who really helped me set the path to where I am today. You know, I had some big dreams and lofty goals, but my confidence was so shook at that time. And I didn't have people who looked like me who could advise me. So I went and found mentors elsewhere. I went and found advisors, you know, in people that I felt could help me in one way or another. And I'm proud of that because without that knowledge, without that, that help, without that education, I would not be where I'm at today, you know? So I, you know, like I said, my confidence took hits and there were times when I went to speaking engagements and I had panic attacks because, and a lot of people don't know this because I was like, what if they figure me out? What if they find out that I'm a fraud? What if they find out that I don't have any money? Yeah, I was smart. I was intelligent. I, you know, helped a lot of people, but it was like, whoa, what am I doing for myself? And I know a lot of you have, have stumbled on that at one point in your, your business life. So as a kid, I was raised to never ask anyone for anything. My parents were like, you don't have to ask anyone for anything. You want something, you figure out how to get it yourself. Don't bother people, you know, and for better or worse, that's just how my parents were. It doesn't make them good or bad. It's just how they raised me. So somehow I became the person that everyone came to, to ask for shit. You know, like ask for advice, ask for favors, ask for help. You know, I need your opinion on this. I need to know what would you do? And like a dummy, you know, I had not yet learned boundaries. You know, 
I gave so much because I never wanted people to feel like I was untouchable. And let me tell you where that comes from. I was written up in an article in Essence Magazine the first time I ever was written in, in the mag, written about in the magazine. And several people reached out to me. And the common theme was when I answered the phone or when I responded to an email or called them back, it was, oh my God, I didn't think you would actually respond to me. And I'm like, what? What do you mean you think I wouldn't respond to you? Of course I would. You reached out you know, I'm going to respond. So it was... The gist of it was, it was like I was up in some ivory tower and untouchable. And I made a vow that I would never, ever let people think that I was untouchable. But I turned around and it backfired on me, you know, because I had such few boundaries, people took advantage. And, you know, eventually I wrote that book, my book, y'all go ahead and get this on Amazon or you can get it on the website. No, you can't pick my brain because I got burnt out. You know, and I got to the point where everyone was just taking and sucking the life out of me. You know, it was my fault because I had given so much and I had not learned to ask for anything in return. Do you know how many thousands and millions I've made people who were not even my clients just by giving advice? Some of y'all are still out there on my social media as friends. Some of y'all are following my podcast. Some of y'all still talk to every now and then. I'm not bitter. I'm just better now. I know better. Because I position myself as a giver, I never allowed myself to be a receiver. One, because of the upbringing that I had, you don't ask for anything. Number two, because I thought I was unworthy. I thought it was supposed to be this shift, this dynamic shift where People came to me and I was the problem solver, but being the problem solver made me broke. You know, there are so many lessons that I learned. I don't have time to list them all right now, but let's just say I made it look like I had the world all figured out and business all figured out, but I really didn't. There were times when I needed advice and I didn't get it. There were times when I need, needed someone to just share an event or post or something or, or, just pass along the word or just tell people about what I was doing, but I didn't get it. And you know what? I would be so angry because I always helped other people always without a doubt. And even to this day, there's still times and let's just be real. Cause y'all know I keep it real and raw. There are plenty of people that I share on my social media because I believe in what they're doing. I don't get a share back. I get a thank you or a heart. I don't get a share back. I don't get a, hey, this is what Adrian's doing. But you know what? I don't get mad anymore because you know what? I have to learn that if I want something, I have to ask for it. And keeping that toxic trait of not asking anyone for any anything will keep you stuck, you know? And yeah, I can say to this day, I still have moments where I, I don't ask because how can I put this delicately? There are a lot of people that, I'm friends with or on my timeline, please don't get mad at me that I'm more advanced than they are. So maybe it wouldn't be helpful for them to share because they're not in circles that I run in and they're not in circles that would be ideal for the things that I do. But I had to realize that I had to understand that. And instead of getting angry, well, no, I did get angry in the beginning, but I had to learn that number one, you have to be vocal. You have to ask for what you want. You have to make requests of people. People are not mind readers. You have to tell them how they can help you. 
again, they're not mind readers and they don't understand. They don't know what they don't know. If they see that you post something, it's like, oh, well, she has a, a good size following. She don't need my help. She is just me. I don't need to say anything. But I had shared with somebody one day who, who uh, was having an event. And she got upset because a lot of people didn't sign up for the event. I think she had maybe six people sign up and she was expecting maybe 50. And I told her, she said, well, maybe this is my karma because so many times I saw events and I was like, yeah, I'm going to sit this out. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be a part of this this time. And I said, well, just imagine that magnified. Imagine if 40 of the 50 people that you hoped signed up had the same mindset. Imagine if you hadn't asked them I really, you know, would you really please come out to support me? Would you really come out and attend this? You have to ask for what you want. And listen, let me tell you something, black and brown women, we got to ask for what we want. We got to damn near demand, never beg, but we have to ask for what we want. Because if we don't ask for what we want, we have this image up most times, most of us anyway, of us being strong black women, strong Latinas, strong, powerful women who don't need help. But guess what? Those are the ones that need the help the most. So let me put this out here now. So yes, I would love for you guys to talk about Mogul Chicks Magazine. And to those of you who bought multiple copies, listen, and I think I said this on another podcast, I had women that bought 10 and 20 copies to give to other women, to be supportive of me because they believed in this magazine so much. I am so indebted and grateful to you guys because you gave me that confidence because when I stepped into producing this magazine, publishing this magazine, I had no idea where it was going. And even in my opening editor's letter, I said, I don't know where this is going, but I'm gonna ride this ride and I hope you come along with me. Not in those words, but that's the gist of what I said. And it has been an amazing ride and we're on magazine issue number three. Okay. And I'm so looking forward to the ride for this magazine for my after chat. Those of you who have stepped up and subscribed. Now I know a lot of people be like, pay for a podcast. You crazy. No pay for a podcast because this is some real shit that we're talking about real stuff. That's going to affect. And I don't believe that all of our knowledge and know-how needs to go on social media. We have this thing where we're supposed to create content, just constantly, constantly content. Okay, I've been creating content since the 2000s. If somebody isn't sure about working with me by now and doesn't do a simple Google search and look up the stuff that I've done or check my videos or podcasts or radio show or anything, there's no amount of content on social media that's going to make them change their minds. So we're going to take these conversations instead of putting them out there in mixed company, we're bringing the conversations behind closed doors back where we could figure our own stuff out back where we can have these conversations and come up with solutions and boost each other and help each other and do commerce with each other, do business with each other, uplift each other, showcase each other behind closed doors. I did that for a reason. Everybody ain't meant to go on your journey with you. You know, and in those of you who are joining the membership and those of you stepping up and applying to be chapter leaders, let me tell you something. This is about to be the most, one of the most amazing experiences in your life because I'm building networks. I'm building a network. I'm building an ecosystem for black and brown women that is going to amplify our reach, amplify our earning potential, amplify our businesses amplify our lives, amplify our legacies. And 
that means taking some things offline, but it also means asking for help, which brings me, brings me back to this topic. We are not super women. Yeah, we're powerful women. We have a lot going on and there's a lot of you out there that I watch and I'm watching and I admire you guys got your shit going on and I'm so happy and so proud of you. But don't ever get to a point where you feel like I don't need nothing. I don't need any help. I don't need anyone. I did this myself. Building a business, building a company, building an ecosystem, building a legacy is never done alone. It should never be attempted to be done in a silo, okay? So what I want you to do is start breaking those toxic habits and start asking for what you need. Tell people what you need. Tell people what you want. Ask them to help you. Tell No, don't ask them to help you. Tell them, show them how they can help you. I've gotten much more intentional in my networking these days because I've been very specific about things I need. I don't ever end a conversation with, well, if you ever need anything or if you need something, let me know. No, 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 no. Be intentional. That is your time to say, well, I need A, B, and C, and this is how you can help me. That is how you get along. That's how these men get along. These white dudes, no offense to white dudes if you're listening, but that's how these white dudes are getting on. It's like, listen, Dave, I need such and such. Mike, I need such and such. How can you help me? Who can you put me in position to be around? You have to ask for what you want. We got to let go of this toxic trait that we got to be superwoman and have an S on our, on our chest and we're not asking for what we need. You want to make these millions and billions? It's not done in a silo. And like my daddy used to said, used to say all the time, a closed mouth don't get fed. Well, I wanted to share that with you because I want you to, I always tell you guys, I want you to learn from my experiences and putting this podcast out here is kind of like my, my gift to you. So let's drop these toxic traits and let's get out there into the business of making money and building businesses and building legacy. So ask for what you want. Tell me what you need and let's see, maybe I could be the one to help or maybe I know someone who can, but I'll tell you one thing. You got to be part of the membership or the after chat to be able to be bear the fruit from all of this resources that I'm about to put out there. So thank you for tuning in. And what's your toxic trait that you're trying to kick? Share in the comments below. I'm Adrienne Graham, CEO and founder of Mogul Chicks. And this has been another Mogul Chicks chat. I want to help you build a better, more profitable company by providing strategic growth solutions, resources, mentoring, training, and access to capital. Make sure you check out the other episodes. And if you like what you hear, share the love. Pass the link on to your friends. You can find this podcast on Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Anchor, and of course, on the Mobile Chicks website. Make sure you subscribe. And if you subscribe and leave a comment on any or all of these channels, it helps other people find the podcast too. Sharing is caring. For more information about how we work with you to grow and scale your company, visit us online at mogulchicks.com. Send an email to contact at mogulchicks.com. Or you can connect with us all over social media at LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Pinterest, and everywhere else at Mogul Chicks. And that's Mogul Chicks with an X. And if you're not yet part of the Mogul Circle, if you're doing over a million dollars in revenue annually, or the Makers Club, if you're doing six figures in revenue annually, what are you waiting for? 
there's so much value in membership and the communities. Or if you prefer a good program or trying to move beyond startup phase, check out the Mogul Chicks Academy at mogulchicksacademy.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. Stay safe. Mogul Chicks are always a step ahead of the crowd and they're always closing deals. Remember, Mogul Chicks make mogul moves and power plays. Your move. Now go be profitable. Bye. Thank you.